Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, I'm Caroline Stanbury, and I am divorced, not dead. Fresh off the back of my divorce, I'm bringing real stories, real life, real talk on all things that aren't said. Why do we put so much pressure on ourselves for the happily ever after? Does our love story really have to be one great lengthy novel, or can we be happy with a book of short but exciting love stories? I guess we'll find out on Divorce Not Dead. And lucky me, you'll be joining me for the journey, so buckle up. This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Hydro Jug. I'm obsessed. You need to get your hands on the water bottle that everybody's talking about. It's the Hydro Jug. It's seriously my favorite thing in the world. It's a durable, reusable water jug. It holds up to more than a half a gallon of water, um, which is great because you can stay hydrated all day long, and it makes it easy for me to, like, track how much water I'm drinking. I try to drink, like, at least 64 ounces a day of water. I used to be somebody that was like, I hate water. Well, guess what? Hating water is, like, not cool because your body, like, super needs water, and it also helps to keep your weight down when you're drinking your water. Your body will say thank you. And it's really hard when you're like filling up little water bottles, you like lose track or you forget or whatever. But when I use my hydro drug, I drink all my water for the day. Also, it's in a shatterproof bottle. It's super durable. Um, it's got a leak-proof seal, integrated handle, so you can like chug a lug a dug dug from the jug. Dishwasher safe, because you know your girl's not hand washing anything. And also wide mouth opening, because I like to put like huge chunks of ice in my water. And the wide mouth opening makes that easy. And also I like to throw fruit in there too if I want to like feel like I'm at a spa. They have really cute colors and really great straws. And they even have like accessories that are sleeves. They're made from high quality neoprene. So they actually keep your water cooler, but they're also convenient. You can like wear your jug kind of like a cross body purse. And literally there's pockets in the sleeve to like put keys and chapstick and wallets and phones. It's like, it's amazing. So I have like a marshmallow white jug with like a periwinkle straw. And my wife is so obsessed with hers. We call it Piggy. And it's um, bubblegum pink with this like seafoam green straw. And she's got in this black neoprene sleeve. And she walks around with it like it's her literal baby. And they're constantly releasing new sleeves and jugs like all the time. So definitely make sure to follow. What are you waiting for? Get your hydro jug at www.thehydrojug.com. Use discount code Taylor, T-A-Y-L-O-R, to get 10% off your first order today. Hydro jugs are game changers for anybody on the go. I love like seriously love mine. My wife is obsessed. Get it. Again, use code T-A-Y-L-O-R at www.thehydrojug.com. T-H-E-H-Y-D-R-O-J-U-G.com to get 10% off day and start hydrating. Hey, girl, hey. Welcome. 
welcome back to my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. I'm your host, Taylor Strecker, and I am so excited for my guest today. I was already excited before we started talking because I am obsessed with the show on Netflix. It's called Sexy Beast, and I do have an OG Sexy Beast in front of me. Uh, his name is Dan. Fr- I, I am the last name fucker-upper of the universe. Let's see how much I fuck up your name. Dan Frigolette. Yeah, right there. I've never seen somebody stumble in the middle before. That's incredible. We, by the way, we just did a pre-episode for like 35 minutes, and you didn't once ask me what my name was. Yeah, well, it, this is my brand, baby. I fuck people's names up. It's like uh, I, I don't want to exclude you from everybody else whose name I fuck up. It's my thing. Fine. Um, Frigolette like Gillette. That's how I say it. You were an OG sexy beast, but I just learned a lot of interesting things about this show, Sexy Beast in General, but I am. I am a fan, so I'm excited to have you for that reason. I mean, that's reason number one, but I just talked to you before we started the podcast, and you're fucking awesome. So, Dan is a comedian. Um, we have some friends in common. You know Hannah Burner and Emma Willman, who are like my peeps, and they're your peeps, too. It's a very small world, New York City, isn't sure. it? Especially in the comedy world. Um, also, the way I got in touch with you was a listener of mine, oh, my radio show, Strecker show. Yes. Alicia yeah. um, was like, oh, I dated him. I can, like, give you. It. So I've been talking about sex We're abuse now for like. All of my trauma on this program. All of it. All of it. That's what we do. So um, so I'm talking about Sexy Beast. Like, I'm so obsessed. It's on Netflix. There was a one season. Now there's a second season coming up, a brand new season. It just dropped. And I was talking about how obsessed I was and how I wanted, like, a producer, a director, and, and more than anything, somebody who had been actually on the show because it's wild. And just real quick, you guys, the show basically it's about people who are very good looking and it's so hard to date because we're so good looking that it's all people care about is how good looking we are so we have to have prosthetics put on to make us hideous beasts and um and then we can actually get to learn who somebody is from the inside out and find true love and like do you guys ever fucking see each other again so there's like it's like the greatest dating show i've ever seen i didn't know that's life. how they framed it that's how it kind of well i mean that's how i interpret that's it that's hilarious i like your version of it <laughs> So, um, it's a great, great, great show. It's literally, hands down, like, Bachelor Nation, woo. This is the greatest dating show in the history of dating shows. So, I have so many questions just about, like, the process in and of itself. But, um, yeah, so, I was saying all these things about wanting to interview somebody. And so, uh, listener Alicia reached out and was like, oh, I can hook you up. And so, I said to Dan, oh, your ex-girlfriend, like, introduced us technically and... Well, that's the deal. Okay. Well, how far back do you want to go? Okay. So, Alicia, <laughs> I really want to say her last name because it's it's the cutest last name. Don't. But I won't. I won't. You can. Um, you can bleep it. Um, but it's 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 an adorable last name, and it and it's and it like and it, I feel like I have to say it anyway. It rhymes with little. Fine, and just she's say a ti- it. No, it just it rhymes with little. Uh, and she's gonna be mad at me, but I think she's like she's like four eleven or or four seven something insane. Um, she's just taller than what is legally like um, she could like reap benefits from it. I think, and I met yes. her like my first job selling shoes at Finish Line, and she started. This is I. I was like not. I was a very shy person. I was not like with it. I didn't really understand uh, my effect on the world. She had started like a thing around the Finish Line that she wanted to like lick my teeth, and so like it got back to me. I'm dead. And we, she like licked my teeth once in her car. Well, like we were 17, and then. Um, <laughs> And then wait, I, wait, I, like, wait. I got really into she her. Said she, she said she wanted to lick your teeth. She has a move. Not kiss, 
Lick your teeth. No one will kiss, and then she has a move where she swipes the teeth. Um, it's like her thing. It's her thing. It's her 17-year-old thing. I don't know if she's still doing it. I, I, I feel like she's going like she to get divorced. I feel like she's going to get divorced because her husband's going to watch this episode. And then uh, and then he's going to be like, I thought that was our thing. I did that once. I used to, I, the, all the moves that I have with women that I dated, they kind of, they, they carry on. And it's not malicious. It's just like, it's a thing I do. Like I'll, like I'll fork cheers. And so then like, if a girl that I'm dating finds out that I've forked cheers before, she's like, well, this isn't even our thing anymore. Then Wait, with, like cheersing with forks? Yeah. Just tap the fork before we. I cook, I cook a lot. If I cook the meal, I'll cheers with the forks, cheer fork cheers. So I feel like she's gonna get divorced because her husband's gonna be like, um, he, she. I thought that was her, like the, the teeth licking thing. I thought that was our thing. So I thought she only licked my I teeth. She only licked my what teeth. is what so a we, teeth licking hoe? Yeah, oh so I, you said that. I didn't say that. So you, so so she licks my teeth in her Dotson. I think she has a Dotson. Um, this is how old I am. She's the Dotson was still a company before they changed names, and she licks my teeth in her Dotson, and then um, and then I I'm like into her. And it's the first time I had, like, been... So, as... I don't know if this is a thing that people can relate to, but, like, when you're in high school, you, like, only know about the people in your high school. Then, maybe you get a job right. and you find out there's, like, other high schools in the area and, like, you start making friends with those people. Yes. So, this was, like... This, I Like, my like my worldview was changing. There's new people. I was meeting other... Like, my high school is very, like, uh, um, like... Uh, uh, limited in the in the types of people that were there and um now i got all these people from other high schools anyway um so then we like talk for a little bit over the summer she licks my teeth once or twice and then she gets back to <laughs> high school and then texts me hey like i'm getting back with my ex um i'm sorry oh my god yeah for, like like like, <laughs> like first like first like mini heartbreak like i didn't have enough time to like fall in love but like I had like put my stakes in this thing and then was just immediately cast aside, which, by the way, and becomes the story of my life. So Different you're episode. like, who, how will I ever find somebody to lick my teeth like Alicia ever again? She's the one that got away. So it's then not my thing. You... No, it's not my thing. I allowed the teeth. <laughs> Look, if you have a, that's the thing. If you have a move and you, and you put it on somebody else, it's a weird thing for the other person to have to deal with. Like, this is your move. It's like, it's, it's almost as weird as like having like a foot thing. She, like, has a teeth thing. Let's, leave her, let's, <laughs> so let's leave her alone. I appreciate her getting me on this episode. Hey, girl. Hey, I love you. Thank you so much for introducing <laughs> us. I also, like, respect the move. Like, I really liked Alicia, but now I fucking love. I bow down <laughs> at the feet. The idol of Alicia. Okay. So, um, so basically, after Alicia breaks your heart, you're like, I, you're just, you're just, I mean, dating's just rough. So you're like, for I gotta go on Sexy Beast. 27 <laughs> years. It's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so okay. how, how did you get on this fucking so, show? So, so first things first. It's different the show that you were on. Explain well, this to everybody. Let me let me let me give you a background of the show as I understand it. Um, it was a show that was very successful in England. That's what it was. It was an England show. Yes. Yes. And then someone wanted to pick it up here. And I don't actually know. Do you know who produces the show, by the way, now? I actually don't. Let me ask you this. What year did you do Sexy Beasts? I literally have no, I don't even know. Whatever, whatever. I send you the, the thing, whatever the tag is. So here, okay, so here's what happened. So A&E. Yeah, I, I, I have, I have, I was watching on a &E YouTube A&E bought it. And A&E ran a season of it. And since it doesn't fit on A&E and the producers that I was dealing with were lazy, I will, I will go on, I will go on and say that uh, outright. Um, it just didn't go anywhere. Like I was on the right. show and I could feel like the people that were making the show weren't trying to make the show happen. That's what it felt like. Which is such a sin because it's literally the fucking greatest idea I in the entire know. world. 
So wait, wait, when you were on the show, how was it like pitched to so you? Because I give you my perception. Yeah. Well, it's funny because because well, nobody's gonna go, hey Dan, you're gorgeous. We want to cover that up. So that's not. So your perception of it, that's not what like they told us, right? It was just like well, the idea was dating is hard because we are attracted to things, and that becomes um, like like our Achilles the focal heel. Point. What if? Yes. What if you actually have to get to know the person? Yes, uh, and we dress you up like hideous monsters. Right, let's see if you can get through the makeup. Let's see if you can get through the nine hours of makeup and find the person's heart. Now, what was really wrong with my show, too, was so these shows a lot of times, because they're just like they're like trying to find somebody who'll do it for 100 bucks, me. Uh, that, yes. Like, it's, it, it, like my whole show was like actors and comedians and actors and musicians, and they were like, hey, don't say that. So they were like on Craigslist. Like this is like when Craigslist, you could still get on Craigslist and not get murdered. Like that's how I found the show. And <laughs> they uh, and they had me on and they were like, um, just don't tell them that you're a comedian. And so every person that I da- that I went on a date with, like had to lie about who they were. And I was so, like my first date. I'm like this. I'm like this bitch is lying. Uh, I can't I can't go on a date with a liar. And it's not her fault. It was because they were like, do not say that you are A, B, C or D. Um, okay. So they already set us up for failure. Also, right. my episode, they had decided, and I could tell once I got in there, once they started doing the interviews, they had decided, and this is a thing that happens in reality TV a lot, they've decided what the plot lines are before it happens. It's a reality right. show. Just let like the thing play itself out, right? But instead, yes. they want to control it. So they wanted to make sure that I came off as a douchebag. And as much as I look like that, it's not who I am. And so they kept trying to like make me be... Shitty. Can I say shitty? They kept trying to make me sh- yes. be shitty to the girls, like in the interviews. They were like, they were like, so like, what's this girl's deal? She, and then they would like pitch me. So it's like they're only gonna air the part that I say. Yes. And this is what I always yes. find funny. People were always like, oh, I want on reality TV, and they made me look like a dick. No, you said it. You said the thing. Right. Like, you I'm, said it. Like so, they want me to say like, oh, this girl is probably ugly underneath her makeup, and it's like I'm not saying that because they're not gonna put the part <laughs> where you say it to me. You're just asking me to say it back, and I'm like, I'm not using exactly. your lines. I'm a comedian. Right. I'm using my lines. Yeah. So they couldn't make well, me be a dick, and then so halfway through, I was vi- by the way, I was vi- so the producer was it was this guy, and then his two kids, and I'm vibing with the son. Me and the son, by the time I get done with the first date, are like chest bumping and like hanging out at like crafty, and like we're boys. And then they send him <laughs> home, and then they bring in the daughter, and then she's just being mean to me and trying to get me to like get frustrated, so I say something mean. So I was like, I know what's happening right now. And then the guy. That's dirty. Right. That's dirty. These producers bring their kids in to, like, troll the talent? Well, no, they, well, no so that he had up. hired his kids. That's the thing. They were like, it just felt like they were trying to get the, the pilot check. So we did the whole episode. Oh, and then even at the end, the DP was messing with me. They were, like, they were like trying to make it so that, like, um, I couldn't. I don't know. They were just trying to annoy me so that I couldn't have a good interview. I was still a sweet man. Uh, throughout. You, no, you came across, from the clips I saw, you actually came across great, I thought. And also, just so you know, so and now that I am um, a sommelier, if you will, of sexy beasts, um, I will say that in, in the new season, I will, you know what, I want you to go on with this new season because the production like quality is a lot higher. Sure. They're in they're in London, okay? So it's still like 50% British people oh, it is a and British 50%... Show. Yes, and 50% Americans, though. They have a lot of American oh. contestants. And when you were on, it was you and two girls, right? It was me and three girls, actually, yeah. Oh, three. Okay, yeah, yeah, I, so I same dated formula. A, so, I dated a devil, an old lady, and like a werewolf. Yes, and yes. I was and an you were like a green... Man. 
Yes, you were. They called me Amphibious Dan, which I'm for that. (laughs) Like, I kind of want to make... By the way, I want you to know, I thought I was going to be on the Netflix season. What happened was they were... And this is how Alicia found out about it. They were using my picture to to advertise for six months on Facebook. Like, the show Sexy Beast. So I was like, oh, great. Like, they're just... They bought the season, and they're just going to put it on Netflix while they produce the the second season, which I thought was going to happen. Which is the best. And I was like... Yes. And I kind of felt already, like, screwed because I was like, they're not going to... They're not paying me any more money. So I still... Like, my 100 bucks from however many years ago... um, Right. That they they thought I spent on on prostitutes and cocaine, um, you know, uh, (laughs) is long gone. And so I was like, great, I'm going to be on the show and I can re-promote it and I can like, you know, and I can use this as leverage for, you know, more stuff happening now, you know. Of course. And turns out, no, they just used my face. So I have a huge, I have all the screenshots of them like promoting the show with my, like I had people came out of the woodwork, like Alicia Canito came out of the woodwork and like, we're like, oh my God, you're on this, you're going to be on this show. And I was like, hell yeah. And they like wanted information. I what feel a used. boner killer! I feel you used. are used. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Oh my where do you God. get the, you know, you get we... the expression "boner killer"? There's no such thing as a boner killer. <laughs> Guys will persevere. <laughs> it's not a real thing. This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Obey Fitness. Obey is a premium digital fitness platform that brings the variety that you crave, the instructors you love, and the results that you want to any screen, anywhere. With 15 class types like hit, dance, cardio, yoga, sculpt, strength and so much more obey is something for every mood so you'll finally look forward to your workout and never get bored plus with 10 minute express workouts those are my favorites and a stacked daily schedule of live classes endless on-demand options and curated training programs it's designed for every goal and any schedule first off it's affordable $27 a month and less if you actually sign up for a quarterly or annually subscription I love it too because it's designed to be used at home you could also use it in the gym or on vacation. I'm in Vegas right now and I can do it in my hotel room. They also have thousands of classes that require no equipment, which I love too because it's like, I don't want to be packing workout equipment if I'm traveling. You don't need to with Obey. It's also the perfect way to commit to achieving your goals because it's really fun and it's actually effective. Obey makes it really easy to stay consistent. That's like the whole point. That's why it's like user friendly. They have really great instructors. They have like just really positive vibes. It just kind of puts you in a good place mentally for a workout that's so important for me and they're all about the pop culture moments which i'm here for they have special guests uh dorinda medley from the real housewives of new york she's got her derobics class and i mean it's just i mean it's a mood also for my uh, listeners of this podcast i have a code use taste of taylor t-a-s-t-e of taylor t-a-y-l-o-r to get one month free of obey and you could do that by visiting obeyfitness.com to start your free trial. Trust me, you want to join the fun. Obey Fitness is offering Taste of Taylor listeners an exclusive one-month free trial. Yes, one-month free trial. Just visit obeyfitness.com. That's O-B-E fitness, F-I-T-N-E-S-S, dot com and use the code Taste of Taylor. That's my code, T-A-S-T-E-O-F-T-A-Y-L-O-R. And now back to the podcast. Well, I will say I am sorry for, um, you know, what happened to you, but the show is fucking good. Yep. And the, so it sounds like the premise of the show that you were on. It's the same show. Same, same show. show. Same you, show. You have a primary guy or girl yep. and then they set them up. And I will say very heteronormative this show. OK, I haven't seen one gay couple. But okay. you know what? They're, 
they're in season now, I guess, technically, if you watch Netflix too, but there was a season before it, so there's three seasons. They'll get there. They'll right. get there. But I now, am to saying, speak to that, and sorry to cut yes. you off, to speak to, on your own show, to speak to that, I think <laughs> that that is true of the show that I was on because they were trying to stereotype me and the girls yes. the whole time. Yes, The yep. whole time. So there's just something about, I don't want to call it lazy, but there's something about... And this is a reality TV problem. Just like do the like use the resources that exist in front of you. Like like as a yeah. comedian, if someone yells out in the show, I'm not just going to pretend that didn't happen. And that's like how reality right. TV producers deal with things. They're like, no, on this sheet it says Dan is an asshole, so we have to find <laughs> a way to make the shot that Dan is an asshole. But you're asking me interview questions. Just once it's happening, just write Dan's actually kind of a sweet boy. Well, it's yes. happening. And then get those <laughs> shots. It's insane to me. And it ruins a lot of programs because you can see they're trying to gun for this angle that maybe isn't there. And this heteronormative right. thing surely is a thing on that show. Surely. It totally is. So basically, there's primary guy or girl, and then they have three, you know, opposite sex guys or girls, yeah. and 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 then you and then you, because you were the primary, have to pick um, the love of your I'm life whilst all being in prosthetics. So, so many questions. So, do you know the beast, the sexy beast you're going to be beforehand? Or do you just show up to set oh, and they're no. like, you are going to be... No, they they were really, Go. really good about making sure we didn't see anybody. Like, really good about That's it. That's unbelievable. Okay, how long were you in makeup for and how fucking awful was it? And how long was the shoot day? Like, how long are you in that, like, claustrophobic head for? Because it is funny. wild. They transform you. It's funny how you feel about things. Um, so... Very excited. Was, I'm very impassioned. I knew what I was getting into. The only thing I was worried about was like the breathing thing. Like when you always see those things and they and yeah. they'll like do like um they like do like a clay thing or whatever. But they didn't have to do any of that for me because that's like that's if you have to recreate a thing. So they just went straight to my dome and they just started working on it. Um, what was cool and what kind of what. And this is just a me thing. I'm going to have fun no matter what I do. Like, whenever I go to, like, Dunkin' Donuts and, I like, the, the staff is, like, mad that they work there, I'm always confused. I'm like, if I worked at Dunkin' Donuts, this would be the rockinest-ass Dunkin' Donuts on the earth. <laughs> so, like, well, I'm, it's 6 a.m. I've never even seen 6 a.m. like as, like, a wake-up time. And so I'm getting, yes. I'm in this makeup. And, uh, and we're doing the whole thing. And, and I have a handler uh, who I become great friends with. And, like, I try to date. Um, that was actually the most successful part of the thing was that, like, I dated, like, one of the producers. Uh, and then I had the makeup guy and then his assistant. So it's three people. And we're just, like, joking and having fun the whole time to the effect where, right. like, and he's a British guy because he, he was on, like, the original show. Like, they couldn't figure out how to find a makeup artist in the U.S. So they just used, <laughs> like, the original people. And they flew him in. And we do this whole thing. I have no idea what my character is going to be. So I'm sitting there. I got all, I got all the pre pictures if you want them of me with my shirt off and them painting me down or whatever. Yes, um, and that's the other thing too. They paint your whole body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of times they like like you can't you can't see anything about right. the person. And the you only bring your thing, own though, clothes. They they left my hands. Wait. I think. That was another question. Do they let you bring your own clothes? Do they dress you? Because here is the one I thing. I wish though, they dress with the me. show. Here is a fatal flaw of the show. Because it's supposed to be about not being vain and getting to know somebody and, and actually getting to like, actually getting to like know someone's personality and say like, I right. click with this person. I don't know what they look like, but I click. Right. But guess what? And first, and also spoiler alert, everyone on the show is fucking attractive. Okay. Right. They don't have anybody, right. no uggies, no ugly people are allowed. Right. It's all gorgeous people. But the thing too is, yeah, I can't see your fucking face and your head's all crazy, yeah. but 
I can see your smoking ass rocking bod. Right, right, so what right. the hell? Right. I was wearing, I was deliberately wearing khaki pants so you could see my dick print. And like I wore a shirt <laughs> where you could tell I still had abs. Like, you know what I mean? Like that was, so yeah, exactly. so you're, you're absolutely right. Um, I can't remember if the girls were were in revealing things. I felt like they dressed the girls in weird ways. So you're supposed to have two outfits. Weird. They dressed the girls weird. They did. The, that's the thing. I think. I think that they dressed the girls. Like have a they dressed them like and a post outfit. They dress them like they're like working at a church. I Do you know what I mean? That's funny. I can't remember. Hold on. Let me see. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. So I'm wearing the same outfit. Oh no. 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 It's my outfit. I'm just looking at the, at the clip. No. It's my outfit. Um. It's the two shirts I bought together. It's my outfit. So it's like two, it's two versions of the same outfit um, yes. in, in the before and in the after. Um, so, yeah, it's. And then also, okay. I'm trying to think. Yeah, so I couldn't, I guess I could tell. I could tell if somebody had a decent body and I could basically tell. Exactly. That, girl, that the girls had like skinny wrists and skinny ankles, which I'm, I'm into that. But, um, <laughs> yeah, um, so, yeah, I guess that's, well, I guess that's true. What's really funny is the girls, like almost every single girl contestant, whether she's a primary or like dating, she always says like, you know, my looks are really a problem. Like it's all that guys even care about. And that's, it's like, oh my God, cry me a goddamn no, that's river. A, like, that's must a fed so line. Hard. That's for sure a fed line. And, and the <laughs> you fact, think? Yeah. And the fact that Netflix is going over the top with that idea is interesting to me because they didn't really do, like nobody, nobody said to me at all during the shooting, they're like, you're beautiful um, and we're trying to stop that. Like, you know what I mean? Like. No one, and, and they didn't make me say that ever. Basically, the idea, and then maybe this is why the A and E one was unsuccessful. The idea was uh, dating is hard because you get caught up on how somebody looks or whatever, or being attracted. And I guess it's, I guess it's pretty close to the same thing. But nobody made me be like, I'm too pretty to date. <laughs> so but they're making the girls say that on the show. Are they making the guys they're, say that? Like. And the guys don't really say it, but the girls always say, like, looks, my looks are a problem. Yeah. Like, you know, they, I, I can tell, like, it's all that men are attracted to is my looks. And they don't really get to know me. And, you know, it, it, it's very, it's so, it's, it's like very strange. And it's, it's a I constant people thing. feel that way, though. But, but it does speak to the fact that what you're saying, if the show comes up heteronormative, you know, when you watch a show and you can feel the writing, like, that's where I'm at as a comedian, yes. as a writer. I'm just yes. like, ah, yeah, he's just like, I can't get past the writing on the show. It's too like, and so in, in the way that you're describing this show makes me feel like I just know who the producers are. They're just like dudes who breathe out of their mouths all the time. And they're just like, <laughs> and like they're writing the, the line. They're like, oh, just say that you're so pretty. And they're like licking their fingers. Um, it sounds terrible. I like your perspective, though. I really do. But to be clear, I'm in it for the hot people. Like, yeah. I'm in it for the reveal. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the prosthetics are amazing. So and the also timing couldn't have been better because now ABC or NBC or one of these shows has a multi-million dollar show where, you, yeah. where, you're, where you're an animatronics or whatever, and then you're a singer, right? So the timing on this Netflix right. buy couldn't have been better. Right. Nobody cared about this show. When I was on it, they, were, they put it on A&E, which no one watched. <laughs> like, people were going there looking for, like, biographies of, like, uh, dead people. You know what I mean? And, like, old interviews <laughs> of, like, Abraham Lincoln or whatever. That's what the A&E channel was, and they didn't know how to, like, flip it. It should have been on, like, Animal Planet or something. It actually would have been fun and, like, um, and, like <laughs> people would have wanted to watch it. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. But the thing, though, is, too, okay, so, and, like, also, like, do, uh, like they they really like front like you're looking for real love like these people are gonna get like fucking married it's like how long is a shoot it's like a fucking day right you can't one be in prosthetics day, yeah. like it's that a 22 for minute over episode, one right? day 
Yeah. Exactly. To the to the minute, to the second. Yes. So so you know I you know I have a dirty podcast, right? Yes. So, so gonna, your podcast so go dirty. is called. It's called Sexy okay, People Podcast. Go. It used to be called Porn Stars or yes. People. I found out I had to change the name. Sexy People Podcast. Um, but I, so so where my where my dirty brain goes is uh, it's like like you know when people tell, when people tell me about wife swap, I always feel like they must have like hooked up with the new husbands. But everybody's like, oh, that couldn't have happened. So I think I think part of the show should be like trying to hook up in the in the stuff. Cause like I went on an even worse dating show a million years ago where they like tried to make me make out with the girl on camera. They're like, I can get you alone time with her, but what are you going to give me? Like same thing, like producers trying to manipulate you and they're like, they're like, if you get alone time with her, you have to like try to make out and like finger her. And I'm like, all right, relax, Steve. All right. It's like, this is on WB. Like, what are you talking about? And so dead. Right. So I think that, that uh, a component of sexy B should be them trying to uh, make out in costume. I really do think that'd be, Fun Actually, sometimes they do try do to kiss really? in costume. Oh, and and there was one guy that had, at all. There was this one guy that had like he was a big huge beaver head and he had beaver yeah. teeth. And yeah. but they were like, so he had to like move his beaver teeth out of it. Actually, full circle, lick I mean, we, where's Alicia, right? She would come and she would lick the shit out of those beaver teeth. Crushed it. Look at you. <laughs> Look at you with the circle back. Look at you with the call. Oh. Uh, honey, hunty, this is what I do. <laughs> anyway, the show, honestly, OG version on A&E. Yeah. If you can find it, you got to go watch it. Go, it's like two ninety nine. Um, go watch my episode, Amphibious Dan. It's, it's uh, season literally. one, episode two. It's, it's on, so good. And if you haven't seen Sexy Beast on Netflix, Lincoln go fucking Comics. watch it. It it is it is such a guilty pleasure. It is such a trash show. But like so are all dating shows. And it's like and it's I'm in it totally for the reveals. I want to see the transformation of like the dinosaur yeah. girl into yeah. like this gorgeous and they're all and the difference too with the new seasons is they're all like I'm a model. I'm a model. Right. I'm a model. Like right. every single one's a model this, because you know they're going for the hotness factor. This is what was funny and this is what I thought was really really was really lame was so I've done other things since and before this show. And, like, you know, I was on Boardwalk Empire as, like, one of the, one of the like, random Italians in the back, like, holding cigars and shotguns and prostitutes or whatever. But, like, on those shows, they'll <laughs> You've do... You've got big arms. That's a lot of shit. <laughs> they, always, they always put something in. They always give you an accessory that I, like, didn't know how to use. That's, what, that's how I felt about it. It's like, I don't know how to use a shotgun or a prostitute. How do so I they, use this prostitute? I have no idea how to use this prostitute. So they, um... <laughs> So what they didn't do was they didn't do my hair and makeup at the end. So, like, the guy who did the <gasps> nine and a half hours of the makeup left, and they were like, oh, you're on your own. Here's hairspray. And I was like, what? And, like, I've been no. in the thing all day, and then, then I still had hair. So, like, I just got this clump of hair. There's no shower. I can't remember where we were. We were, like, in, like, a we were in some place that's not a, a hotel. There's no shower. Right. You don't get to rinse off. Like, you might get to go to the bathroom and, like, paper towel your nuts or whatever but like that's the most and then you're just supposed to like come out with you after you do your own makeup it's like it's a disservice well, to the show. It's, the, it's the grand reveal well you looked hot so right. you know kudos I, to you I, doing your own hair and makeup well, thank you but i think i looked oily and sweaty and clumpy that's what i like i think my face <laughs> and my hair and everything it was just like <laughs> clumpy. clumpy yeah my hair was clumpy well, the girls looked good, though, in their reveals. They must have had help. That's, think, oh, do you think they I did think it themselves? They, I think that they did it. I think they did do it themselves. Yeah, I really do. Damn. Um, yeah. What's funny is Wild. I'm still friends with um, 
two of the girls on Instagram. Me and the girl who won pretended like we were going to try to hang out for a while. Well, and then, that's what I wanted to know, too, is like quiet. how, like, so I wanted to know, did you guys like actually date after it? Her name is Denise, by the way. Yeah. I just watched it. She was like a werewoman. Was she, that what she was? And she's hilarious. I still, I still get her, uh, I still get her, yeah, she's a werewolf. Yeah, we, yeah, um. Yeah, wh- yeah, why do you have to change? What, yeah, that's not a gender thing, a werewolf. Or unless if it is, it's the were part, right? A wolf is it can be whatever gender. Why'd you change it to werewoman? Oh, that's a really good it's not point. A wolf man. You're like you're like, oh it's, no, it's a werewoman. Like, what does that mean? Uh no, she's a werewolf. <laughs> Fucking check. <laughs> but I will. But like, is that too I always want to know. I always want to know. Werewolf. Um, so she was but like, really I do- cool. We. But like, but like, did you like? Did you go in like thinking like I might find my girlfriend off this show? Like, how, like how many people on these shows do you think like are actually in it to like get exposure and be on a show? And how many are in it like really genuinely looking? So for I'm love? a dude, right? So like, so ge- right. So like, I've been conditioned by porn, so I assume that anybody that I meet on the planet that's a woman, I have an opportunity to have sex with. That's what my dumb porn brain tells me. So yes, <laughs> I go to the show and I'm like, oh, I can probably date all these girls. And by the way, this is what toxic gross men have been asking me over the years. They're like, so did you nail any of these girls on the... It's like, yeah, I nailed all of them like on set. Like, what are you talking about? Um, so I never got to see Siobhan and uh, the girl in the middle. I don't literally don't even I don't even know her name because I don't remember the reveal being part of the show. I just looked it up today. It was. But, um... I, I, it was. So I never saw those people in real life. And then Denise I saw for five minutes. And then they, uh, I think what happens is when you're on a show like that, you know how, f- you at the by the end, you know how fake it is. So then by the end, you don't even feel like, because you get sucked into it. Because I was on a limit yes. date and I was on something else. And then I was on this one. I've been on a bunch of these dating type shows. And you get sucked into the energy of the day. Like you want to win. Um, right. And it's not even about, so it's not about the person. It's like you want to win. And then also the whole time they're trying to, um, the producer trying to put stuff in your head so they're like well what's this girl's deal anyway like why did she lie to you uh this and that and so you're kind of like by the, by the time it's all over you think it was all fake and that there's no feelings anyway which maybe there was right. maybe there wasn't who but either way it's one date what do you know it's a speed date you were in makeup now you're gonna get married probably not but um <laughs> i do like the idea that you have i like i like that this show would be like it should be like like sexy beast on an island. By the way, they're gonna make this show after we put this episode out, and I'm gonna get no credit, just like I didn't when they put me on Facebook. <laughs> it should be sexy beast on an island, and it should be like four months, and they should just like, and you should always be in character. Like, what's that show uh, that Nikki Glaser hosted? It's uh, uh, douchebags. Oh, oh, oh are, boy island. Yeah. Yeah, and so some of them so are real good. F-boys and some of them aren't. Like, that's what the Sexy Beast show should be. It should just be all of us on an island. I'll take my shirt off. It's green. Like, like I'll have gills. You know what I mean? Um, and it should be, like, months and months. <laughs> and, like, by the end, then you finally do the reveal after you've decided whether or not, like, Amphibious Dan had, like, uh, multiple orgies with the random, uh, like, creatures they made around the island. Then you, then that's a, that's a real, that's a better show. I think this episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Thrive Cosmetics, and they're freaking amazing. Thrive Cosmetics products are made with clean, high-performance, skin-loving ingredients. Their clinically proven formulas not only highlight your best features, they actually improve your skin over time. Plus, all Thrive Cosmetic products are formulated without parabens, sulfates, and phthalates, and they never test on animals. They're Leaping Bunny and PETA certified as 100% vegan and cruelty-free. And their products are incredible. I'm obsessed with the Brilliant Eye Brightener. Oh, it's a cream to powder highlighter eyeshadow stick that brightens and opens your 
your eye, giving it like an instant eye lift, if you will. Also, I'm kind of like bad at doing makeup and this is foolproof highlighter. It's extremely easy to apply. It makes my eyes pop with like this perfect glow and it's a total secret weapon for looking like you got like the best good night's sleep of your life and I'm never getting good night's sleeps. And speaking of needing help in the looking like I've slept department, they also have this Defying Gravity Eye Lifting Cream. Honey, if your eyes look young, you look young. This is like a holy grail eye cream. It instantly lifts, it tightens, it brightens the look of skin around your eyes while giving you line smoothing. Ah, I like that hydration. It softens, soothes, and deeply moisturizes skin while instantly reducing the appearance of dark circles, bye-bye, and puffiness to fight signs of stress, aging, and dullness. Also, they have this incredible mascara. It's called the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. You guys, best-selling mascara, one sold every five minutes. It has more than 15,000 five-star reviews and winner of the Allure Best of Beauty 2020 Award. And on top of these great products, they're also like a great company. They're on a mission with Thrive's Cosmetics bigger than beauty mission for every product purchased thrive cosmetics donates to help women thrive women who are emerging from homelessness surviving domestic abuse fighting cancer and so much more their commitment to support nonprofit partners with the donation of funds or products is really unique and so inspiring really this is a beauty brand that goes beyond being skin deep They've got incredibly clean beauty standards, their omission of toxic ingredients, and like I said, they have a very high standard for clean beauty. I love everything about Thrive Cosmetics. Their products are the best I've ever used, and their Bigger Than Beauty mission is really inspiring. You're going to love them as much as I do. Visit thrivecosmetics.com taylor for 15% off your first order. This is an exclusive offer you can get only here, okay? So that's Thrive. T-H-R-I-V-E, Cosmetics, like for a cause. So C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, thrivecosmetics.com slash Taylor for 15% off your first order. Again, thrivecosmetics.com slash Taylor, T-A-Y-L-O-R. And now back to the podcast. Fine, I'll invest in this show, but only if we also cast, like, obviously extremely hot people, but we also need to find extremely ugly people because we need to, ha- yes. there needs to be serious risk. Like, yes. at, like at this point, when I watch Sexy Beast, I'm like, yeah, everyone's a version of hot. What the fuck? It's like, oh, I'm going to cry. So we, They're so hot. So we didn't it's know like that feel- going in. So I like where your head's right. at. We didn't know that going in. But now, for so what, if what you're saying is true, then season three, four, five, you're, like, if you even get picked, you're like, yo, I'm the hottest thing on earth. It doesn't even matter what happens. Exactly. Um, exactly. So that's that's a fun point. But then how do we so then what do we call the not sexies? And then how do we how dare we call people ugly? You're calling people ugly just willy nilly right here. And I'm not sure how to respond to that. Um, so how do you so, so how do you position it that like uh, like is, is there levels like there's like medium re- people that have good hearts and then okay like, remember the good old days when we could watch shows called hot or not and hosted by like Paris fucking Hilton remember that, that show it was like it was a show people would come out walk down like a catwalk like all a wet t-shirt contest but like guys and girls and literally it was called hot or not they would get and voted like, it was the hotties immediately and the naughties and the n-o-t-t-i-e-s yes and I I used to watch a show being like I think I'd be a naughty i really should be a medium-y but i feel like you know in in, in the world of dating television it's, and vanity there's no gray area. there's no gray yeah <laughs> exactly there's no, exactly yeah, there's no, yeah when it's it's a three-person elimination there's not like hey eliminate her but put her in the in the box in case you don't like what you picked you can have her back no there's none of that it's <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's high stakes dating baby 
high stakes dating. Well, that's so fucking wild that you were on the show. And I'm so and disappointed like that evolution. I wasn't on the Netflix one. So disappointed. I am too. Hey, I have a question. Imagine if we could get in touch with like the producers. Would you go, go on again? And would you go on again? I only. I first of all, yes, I'm a whore. I'll go on anything. You, <laughs> I, I found out about this show eight minutes ago, and I set up my whole set, my whole scene here. Of course, <laughs> I'll do anything. But also, um, I would. My request would be, I want them to. I want them to bring back Amphibious Dan. I really think. Especially since they kind of did me dirty all year by by uh, advertising the show yep. with my face. I think we should petition. I really do. I think we should like we. Th- th- this is what it's all about now. Like we freed Britney. It's time to get <sighs> amphibious Dan back on. Sex yeah, it's TV. the same. Uh, it's Britney's conservatorship <laughs> and whether or not Dan gets to go on the Netflix show for another hundred bucks. Same level of public interest <laughs> for sure. Yeah, but maybe you'll find true love and somebody will finally teeth swipe you again. There's going like to be people Alicia. in the comments talking about, Dan is a douchebag. Why is he saying he's not? Let's not put him back on the show. That's what's going to happen. Oh, I want you back on the show so bad. It's so fucking great. Wait, I have to ask you, okay, so are you single or are you still dating? I am uh, 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 Wait, problem- that question? That question made no sense. I just asked you. I am, I, I am a was, problematic I, dater uh, all across the board. It's so funny uh, that you ask. Um, I, I've somehow found my life that I never know even anymore if I'm in a relationship. Because I'll ask somebody to be my girlfriend and then they'll go missing for like a month. So I, I don't know what I'm doing. Put me on Sexy Beast. It doesn't matter. It's the same. I mean, you are funny. You are hot. What's the ish? I, I, I'm, we're going to find out on Friday when I talk to my therapist again. I don't really know what the problem <laughs> is. It's, it's the same thing as everybody else. I'm, I'm, I'm pulled and drawn to the things that are my kryptonite that are from probably my childhood. So um, that's a, this is not the episode to, to, to go into my baggage. Um, but, uh, but ask Alicia Knittle. She might know. She might be some of my I kids. will. I'll ask her. Yeah. Well, the thing is, how about this? Do you want to be in a long-term relationship? No, here's where I'm at. Here's where I'm at in my life, literally, is um, I'm trying to find someone who will go and live in the woods with me so I can, like, chop wood all day, like, build a container house, uh, collect rain, uh, like, look, I got Mm. all my plants going, like, like, uh, do plants, have my dog, all the things. I still be within, like, an hour of somewhere I can do comedy and do things. Um... But yeah, but what I found out is like all the places where I'd want to live that are like a little bit like in the woods and off grid, all the people that live there are ugly. So I need to bring someone with me. This is great. So like now that's where we can cast the the other people. That's the show. It's it's The Bachelor, but we have to find somebody who is okay with uh, walking barefoot for the rest of time and like showering outdoors maybe. And like like sometimes like like farming. Yeah. It's It's like wife swap. Go ahead. Meets Bachelor. Hold on, I've completely lost the ability to hear your your yourself. You got me now. Now I got you. Yeah, do it again. It's like Survivor meets The Bachelor. Sur- it's it's. By the, by the way, they're doing a naked and naked and afraid dating show. <gasps> it's kind of like that. That's genius. You got to get on that. Would you do a naked show? I don't have a problem doing a naked show. They were doing a naked dating show. Do you know? Do you know when VH1 did a naked dating show and they got in a lot of trouble because they they didn't they didn't have yes. the, they didn't have the bleep in the right spot. So this girl moved yes. and her butt crack went back <laughs> into the non blur. <laughs> um, so I got solicited for that show. This is the thing. I'm only ever solicited for dating shows. 
that's uh, the only. It's a, apparently uh, being like uh, somebody's like one night stand is the only thing I'm valuable for. Um, so <laughs> oh, Mike, you're so much more than that. So, so they asked, so they asked me to be on naked dating, and there was something. By the way, there was something creepy about the the auditioning process that I was like, this is not good, and I, I'm going to say me. no now. I don't remember. It was just a vibe, you know, like, you okay. know, when you're like in a cab with somebody and you just feel like they're not like they don't have the right intentions. I feel like that's a, that's more yes. of, a, of a of a woman thing than a man thing. But like that's the whole show felt like all the lead up felt like this seems like it's a bad idea. And this is from the person who did Sexy Beast and did uh, Eliminate and did another one. Like if, for you to creep me out, that's that's a creepy vibe. Because <laughs> I'm, well, I'm Dad, literally always am... like, I'm like, I'm like, fine. Let's just try. Let's see what happens. Nothing bad can happen to me. That's my, that's my, uh, my perspective on life. What could go wrong? Dan, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna make it my personal mission to get you back on Sexy Beasts. <laughs> I am. Start Sorry, the but I just have to. Yeah, I'm going to. I'm absolutely going to. Um, Dan, you're fucking awesome. I feel like there's so much more I want to talk about with you. I know you have this incredible podcast. Uh, you guys, it's called the Sexy. Pod, the sexy, sexy people, people pod. Yes, yeah. Okay. Um, also, you're a stand-up comedian, as you guys can tell, and I just feel like I like your vibe. Like, I there's many. I think you must have to come back on again because I know you're shadow banned on Instagram, and I think we really need to do a Apparently. deep dive into that at some point. Apparently, as um, of today, I'm shadow banned. I didn't even know that. Oh, oh, that's new. That's new news. I, didn't know. That you, I asked you to find me, and you're like, you're not coming up, and I, I did. I had no idea. I knew my likes do were down today. I didn't know why. What'd you do bad? I don't Instagram? know. You know what? You know what? I got shadow. I, I for sure got shadow banned the other day. Um, now, by the way, Instagram's policy, uh, the Instagram, Twitter, all these things, because I'm because I'm adjacent to porn because of the podcast. That's a podcast is 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 talking to people in the sex uh, industry, um, okay. sex workers and otherwise. Um, and then we we branched out because OnlyFans has become this explosion lately. Right. But, um, um, it, shadow banning is real, and and Instagram's like yes. like statement is that it doesn't exist. And back when they did, they did it to Andrew Schultz uh, back a couple years ago, and he was too big to be shadow banned and to be quiet about it. So he went on Rogan, and they like exploded it. And they Facebook is or Instagram is like, no, we're not, we don't do that. And then they pulled the shadow ban within like uh, uh, six hours of like the Rogan thing going on. But it's Damn. a real thing that that exists. Now I did a couple weeks ago. I did a mangina. I was in my bath, and I was uh, um, and I was like. And I and I like sat on my feet, and I looked down, and my uh, and all of my stuff was tucked underneath. And I was like, "This is great." And I took a picture, and there's no genitals in the photo, and they flagged <laughs> it. And by the way, I think if it gets flagged, that's like somebody that follows me. So if you're if you're following me to flag me, go flag yourself, okay? Because uh, it's ridiculous. <laughs> and so I put my mangina on there, um, and. By the way, Eric Andre does it on every episode of the Eric Andre Show. Every time I see Eric Andre do comedy, it's good. It's, I love him. He's one of my favorite people. Uh, I've known him for years. Uh, he'll put his dick and balls underneath and he'll go, I was born a woman, and he'll do a whole thing. And he doesn't get canceled. Meanwhile, I do my mangina in my bath, and I get flagged. And then they flag it, and they say uh, genitals and nudity and blah, blah, blah. And I, and, I, and I respond to the flag. I go, this is none of those things. And they go, okay, you're right. We're wrong. And then an hour later, it gets flagged again, and then I'm shadow banned for like two weeks. So I don't know. I'm like on the list. Between. What happens with a shadow ban? Because my friend Jackie Shimol, she has a podcast, Bitch Bible. She's fucking awesome. And she gets shadow banned like all the time because she she writes really, um, I don't 
don't know. I think uh, it's because her podcast about her dog. Is, I think it's because of the bitch. I think it's because of the word. Words can do it too. When I so my the, my page when it was porn stars or people would always get flagged, and it was just like it was just in deficit at all times because the word porn was in there. Um, wow. So I think the word bitch has a lot to do with why um, her stuff is flagged. But she's doing fine. She's crushing it. I, I just looked up her page. You're like she's shadow banned. Like she's got like half a million followers. I'm like she's fine. All right, I'm over here with like 18 <laughs> followers, and I can't even get my my post from Sexy Beast to get more than 43 likes. That doesn't make any sense. Um, <laughs> the problem is here, not not with not with our friends that have a million followers. All right. Justice for Dan. We're gonna get Dan back on Sexy Beast. We're gonna get him to get paid more than a hundred dollars, and we're also gonna get him all the followers on Instagram. Where Let's should everybody go. follow you? Speaking of, where should everybody follow you? Uh, everywhere. So I got a. Um, it's it's Dan Frigolette everywhere. It used to be D A N F R, and I'm the first thing that came up. Apparently, you have to spell my whole name out now. Um, I had to, I got I got banned on TikTok, so I had to make a Danny Frigs page. So I'm Danny Frigs on TikTok. I have an OnlyFans, by the way. I'm, I'm officially a sex TikTok? worker. I have four product. I have four products on my OnlyFans. I'm officially a sex worker. Go check out my. What are the products? Uh, it's like it's a couple nudes and then a couple uh, explicit uh, videos. Go check it out. Um, by the way, you can also just Venmo me twenty dollars and I'll send you the pictures. Okay, that's actually easier. Let's not even let OnlyFans take a piece. Um, no, on TikTok I would get banned for the same kind of stuff. I, TikTok is very. It's almost like. Um, some guy who, like, owns a church runs TikTok because if you do anything with a swear in it, it'll get flagged and pulled down because there's 12-year-olds no. on TikTok. Yep, 100%. Give me a break. If you put, real, if you put regular stand-up clips on uh, TikTok, they'll get banned. And then I had just videos of me shaking my booty with porn stars, and those got flagged, so I had to make a whole new page. Oh, my God. I am flag bait. Is that, a word? Is that an expression? I'm flag bait. <laughs> You're flag bait. No totally. one wants me to be successful. Even the guys on Sexy Beast want me to be a douchebag. All right? I'm going to no, go to the I dark want, side. I want you to be. I am here rooting for you, Dad. You are my new best friend. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having um, me on. Thank you for taking the time in Vegas to do this. Dan, thank you so much for taking time to come on the podcast and do me this solid and this favor. I mean, this has been, I knew this was going to be good because I was just so excited about the subject matter, but I didn't know it was going to be this good. I really was a little worried. I was like, oh God, if, if it's one of the guys from Sexy Beast, is like, he going to be able to carry a conversation? You, you know are people, fucking fire. <laughs> you know, people are always using me for my good looks and nobody wants to talk to me and nobody has any time <laughs> for my insides, okay? I'm just over here. Just, I just put makeup on me and let me have a real conversation, please, sexy beast. <laughs> Dan, you're awesome. Thank you so much. And you guys, don't forget, Dan also has a podcast. It's called at, well, you can follow it, at Sexy People Pod. It's Sexy People Pod. And uh, also follow him on Instagram, at Dan, oh God. Frigolette, Frigolette like Gillette. Frigolette, Frigolette, F-R-I-G-O-L-E-T-T-E. -E. Yeah. And, uh, Live shows and you have an OnlyFans. Live shows in New York City. Come see. I'm going to come see you in New York City when I'm back Hell for yeah, fucking sure. You're like 10 minutes from my house. You're, we had to wait till you're in Vegas to connect. You live 10 minutes from my house. This is ridiculous. <laughs> That's how I do. No, no, no. I'm definitely going to come see you, and we're going to become best friends for real. And then we're going to wear prosthetics and get to really know each other as friends. And you then know? we're going to figure wanted, out how to hold a prostitute as well. <laughs> prosthetics and prostitutes. That's the show. Prosthetics That's and prostitutes. The That's the show. That's how we're talking. And we can stream it on OnlyFans. Done. Done, where nobody gets shadow banned. You're a marketing genius. <laughs> Dan, thank you so much for joining me. You're the best, dude. Thanks. I appreciate it.
You guys, uh, that is it for us this week on Taste of Taylor. Please make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. It means so much, you guys. Thank you for all of the reviews. Literally, it's like putting a tip in my tip jar. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for listening every week. Um, and yeah, we'll be back next week with another incredible podcast. Until then, bye, girl, bye. Bye.